Hello and welcome to a bonus Tuesday podcast episode. This week we're interviewing a Scottish filmmaker about a documentary on the 2014 referendum. Welcome everyone and Fiona and I are here talking to Jane McAllister and Jane is the um, director, producer of a film that's called To See Ourselves. And it's about the 2014 referendum campaign, and then it's about Jane's dad and his activities. There is a three-minute trailer that's been produced for the documentary to give you a flavour, and we'll include the link to that in the notes to this podcast. How do you describe the film? Where, where did the, uh, the notion for it uh, come from? There wasn't much of a notion to begin with. I didn't really plan it. Um, I was helping out my dad and his friend who had decided they were going to make little videos in the lead up to the vote and they were getting about six likes on Facebook and I was kind of standing there you know I had a a very basic camera and I had a new baby well she was was about eight months and I was kind of looking to get back into filmmaking a little bit so I said I'll help out and then you know putting a radio mic on my dad and following him ostensibly just to to record meetings but they think the thing that I found was so interesting in the meetings I was obviously interested in the speakers and the content of the meetings but it was the before and that and the after you know my dad he's he's slightly chaotic as a person and really passionate but him getting a meeting together is kind of something to behold and then the kind of like aftermath is like when you've got a radio mic on someone and you're just privy to these conversations and they're amazing. My dad's very good at speaking to people and, and you're kind of eavesdropping in a way. And it's yes, yes. And so a lot of the work that I have done in the past, like I like observational footage. You, your ideal situation is that people are forgetting that you're there and you're shooting from a distance. So, you know, that just gives a real tr- a truthful sense to the footage. And and, I, and it just kind of like escalated. I just went to more and more meetings and then I would follow him around the doors and just opened my eyes to how much work he was putting in. Oh. He was a councillor as well. He was a councillor as well. Yeah. So he was... Yeah. He was only a councillor for that period. He he was voted in. It was suggested that he stand and he accepted it just for the referendum to give himself a, a, a better platform to speak. And then he stood down after it. But he loved doing it. So I got this unique access into the grassroots campaign, which was what he, he was an activist first and foremost, but also his council activities. During the, the this, that summer, it was the Musselburgh Festival, which... Weirdly enough, so every councillor in East Lothian in Musselburgh gets an opportunity to be the provost of the town. And my dad had requested that year. So he was the provost. <laughs> <laughs> he, got up, he was getting to do speeches and stuff. They weren't supposed to be political, but you would always manage to shoehorn something in. So yeah. when you're asking, like, maybe the, the sort of like the process of making it, a lot of footage, um, too much footage yeah. because of this lack of plan. Um, because of just like catching filming on the hoof and then having my, another baby like immediately after the filming process so that she came like the day after I stopped filming it was just wow. mental and then so very very slowly looking at this footage and I had one day a week to work initially for the first two years and I didn't have any budget and so I, I you know you have to watch everything and you kind of have to transcribe everything I hand transcribed the whole lot hundreds of hours and I kind of enjoyed that process because th- that's when you start to see the threads and that's when you start to realize what you've captured the themes yes. 
So it's, it's totally fascinating and there's not really a shortcut for it. So it's very, very time consuming. What are your hopes for it? I mean, at some point it's probably just going to be released online or a, or a DVD or something. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I would love for it to get abroad. I'd love to, for it to get on the telly. You know, I'd love for it to get onto Netflix or something. I don't know. I mean, it's such a long, long journey to try and get distribution for this and to try and not just release it and expect, well, there's going to be some people that are interested in independence that will watch this, you know, try, trying to give it a, another place in yeah. culture. When I watched the clip, I was quite interested thinking, who primarily are you aiming it at? Because it seemed to me it could either be like a history of what happened in 2014 in a perspective, perhaps for people who weren't there, who didn't live through it. Or is it more of a contemporary thing and it's actually partly a campaigning tool for our current endeavours? Who's your audience? It's funny because I was really trying for it not to not to think of an audience i was trying to like especially with the long version trying to all the time just trying to be truthful to to what i was seeing in the footage maybe looking at how my dad became an activist and what motivates him and actually weaving in i suppose what i could see was his kind of holding of this ideal of social change democracy for scotland and then how like every day just trips him up like just trying to do things trying to reach that goal is a, is a struggle because it, when you when you try to achieve anything that grand like day-to-day life just holds you back sometimes and it was like trying to weave in the domestic life that he had at home and how tricky it was for my mum yeah there's a little glimpse of that in the trailer mm-hmm. isn't there when mm-hmm. you're your mum sort of saying about how he's he's out all the time yeah. and he's doing this, he's doing that, mm-hmm. actually. And I saw that little bit and thought, hmm, I bet my husband thinks that sometimes. So you're filming at a little bit of a distance, but you're picking up conversations. That's It's not exactly a fly on the wall, but it's a little bit like that, isn't it? And you wouldn't have known what you were going to pick up at all, actually, when that was happening. It's not like reality TV where you've got a massive budget and you get microphones everywhere and you can like get so many things. You, yeah. You're limited to the interactions that are coming with, through dad, my, my father. And, and and that's actually some a decision that I had to make quite early on in the filmmaking process. Like, I, well, I found out that um, I was pregnant again and I, and the baby was due a week after the vote. And I thought, I can't, I can't actually do this film. So I stopped filming. And then I kind of felt... I don't know. <laughs> Things were just seemed to be like so. It seemed so historical, and I sort of crept back in a little bit. But then I, I felt it was overwhelming. I, I couldn't. I was like, "How can I tell this whole story? It's too big, you know." And then when I realised that if I only just if I just told it through this one person's experience, then it would be manageable for me. But it would also have a clarity that would kind of have a kind of universal quality, I think, because people understand human stories. They understand a personal journey. Yeah, It's very emotional, even just the clip. I mean, just watching it, because you know the outcome, you know that there's heartbreak awaiting for this man (laughs) and you kind of, you're watching it and I could feel my stomach kind of tightening. So, oh no, he's going to get such a letdown. Which that emotional story, you're right, because it's focused through an individual that you can relate to is very powerful. And I guess given the outcome of the referendum, it was always going to end up in that spot, wasn't it? But the other thing that occurred to me was my personal kind of experience included just, I mean, I'm in Glasgow. You know what Glasgowians are like, we talk to completely strangers at the drop of a hat. And, you know, you'd be sitting on a bus and a complete stranger would then turn and say, 
well, if you made your mind up yet about how you're mm. going to vote, and suddenly you're in this conversation, and and they could be quite in depth conversations, even although you know <laughs> you never knew when the other person was going to get off the next stop or not, and that kind of thing. If I look, think back to it, that kind of interaction to me is it's almost magical somewhere. It was just kind of like it evoked a sort of spirit that was part of that campaign. I haven't seen the whole film, so we're going, to, but we're going on what we have seen. What struck me was that. There are a whole decade's worth of people who, from 2014 to now, who couldn't vote then and who can vote now. And they have no experience or probably very little experience of that. Certainly if they were at the younger end of it, you know, they wouldn't have any experience of that. And an honest portrayal of what happens when your dad going round and, and, you know, and just the family dynamics and everything, that could be really valuable to tell people. I think that's got... You know, I think that's one place for it. Terrify them, couldn't it? The idea of what they're up against. <laughs> well, I am hoping that there's some of the positive magical moments in the film as well. There's loads of the positive magical moments. And, you know, you're absolutely right. That experience you're talking about on the bus, that's what was really exciting about the time and why it was it was such, in lots of ways, an easy filmmaking process um, because as soon as you had a camera on the street, people were just coming up, writing and, you know, saying their piece. Everyone was expected to have an opinion and they formed it. And whichever these, whatever stats, I mean, the thing that I always laughed at is like everyone had their favourite stat that they would just like come out with, you know, and whichever way they were going to go, they got passionate about it and they got excited about the fact that they were, it mattered, you know, that what they thought and they were interested in conversations on economics on the EU. Yeah. Yeah. just happening in the street yeah. it was mm. totally unique and i think that's what happens when people are it's a healthy um society when people are engaged in politics i do think that is that should be more normal i think yeah. we need to go back to that but it's very difficult when you look look at the tone of the debate now compared to i think in 2014 although people had opinions it seemed to me that people were much more open to either listen to somebody else's point of view and perhaps change their opinion as they went along. Whereas now, the number of people genuinely undecided, I think, is probably quite small. And it's much harder to have that conversation. But is there anything that you've sort of learned through this process of doing your your film that, that you think can feed into the new campaign? What do you think worked? What do you think we could take forward? I think there were real strengths in the campaign in terms of the yes, activists had actual feet on the ground and they had they had people willing to go around the streets whereas the no campaign didn't so the no campaign had a lot more money and they yeah. were using the phones and they were using you know post but you know they were using the postman to deliver and the yes people were out in the streets delivering themselves now that is such hard work but it might be the only thing we've got above yeah yeah that really going right and the conversation everyone says the conversation on the on the doors i do think it is the one because people don't get that many visitors anymore and people that are coming to your door like amazon delivery drivers who are in a rush or somebody come and read your gas whereas if you go around and actually are open just to have a nice chat with people they i think they appreciate it we always make a, a point if you're out leafleting and somebody's working in their garden or cutting their hedge or washing their car or whatever, always stop and chat to them, even if it's just about the weather. I've never had anybody who said, get off my lawn or anything. They've always been happy to engage. And they might have said, who's the leaflet for? And we'll say independence. And they might say, oh, not for me, dear. But they'll still be nice about it because you yeah. kind of had that, that interaction first. Yeah. But the human touches are, are 
weapon really yeah. I mean, one thing I, I, that i really intrigued me from i think it was maybe in one of your earlier emails with us where you said you don't do socials and i thought how how can you possibly manage without doing socials personally, nowadays yeah personally i'm not like i'm on facebook but i don't post um mm. but i've got people to help me with this campaign right. Ah, right because yeah. i could i mean obviously we definitely we could get we would get nowhere without it and it's I'm, I'm creating a lot of the content and then disseminating it to some colleagues who are putting it out on the platforms. It's, it's so much work. This, this crowdfunding yeah. campaign, I didn't, I didn't really expect it to be. Yeah, the team that, have, that you've been doing that for, I mean, they've, they've certainly come up with some, they've garnered interest in it. I mean, you know, you've featured quite a lot, you know, there was, in the, there was stuff in the National and, and then on with John Drummond the other mm -hmm. night. I see... Um, posts being shared quite a lot around Facebook and around yes Twitter. groups and Facebook. So it's certainly, you know, being picked up. Do you think that's going to be enough to get it funded? Do you know what? Today we're at 60, I think about 66%. So it's gone, it's jumped. It's yeah. jumped a lot because when I looked at it about, well, probably last week, it wasn't It wasn't that yeah. much. That's, that's great. really good. That's it took a massive leap. Um, we've had a couple of big donations. We had the Indie Live um, broadcast last night. Yeah. And also, Creative Scotland have come in with some money. Nice. Oh. They've got a fund which which is like in partnership with Kickstarter. It's called Future Forward or something like that. Yeah. And, and I, you applied when you launched your campaign. Like People are looking at it and yeah. Kickstarter can see that um, it's been shared. I think there's something like 41,000 views on Twitter or something yeah. like that. Which so, is, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. So Kickstarter made it a project that we love and then Creative Scotland came in with some money. So it's, it's amazing. What kind of response have you had then in general when you've contacted people? Has everybody been up for helping? Have you found some sections more willing to open the door to a, a newcomer with an idea than you have others? Yeah, I mean, loads of people have been so helpful um, in terms of you know, individuals that I've reached out to, like Leslie Riddick, for example, has been mm. such a great supporter for quite a long time, actually, because I, cause I worked alone on this for so long. Then when I was trying yeah. to make it into um, the feature film and she helped me when I thought maybe the feature film could be three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> and she was like, Jenny, no, <laughs> that's, that's not your length. You know, but she has really, she's watched a bit, you know, couple of cuts and she's been so helpful so you know pat kane as well has been amazing and promoted it you know there's certain there's certain places where you would have expected a little bit more and it's not come i don't know it's really hard to tell i think sometimes people need to see something being successful before they jump they join yeah. it I was yeah, wondering I if, you, if in fact it was a, on an independent subject if that was actually closing doors because you know people will put a political label on that, that they wouldn't put on an anti-independence movie. Um, I know. I mean, it's really tricky because I, I, I honestly, I wish that I hadn't, I hadn't had to do the, the crowdfunder. I wish that it had professionally, you know, been funded in a professional way, which would have been through Screen mm -hmm. Scotland. Or, you know, it would have had like a broadcast interest from the BBC. But, you know, the BBC told me that they would have to have an equivalent observational film made by a union supporter oh. about a union family, you know, to have the absolute balance. Just you know. madness, isn't it? This sort of 
their their definition of balance is so restrictive to everybody. I mean, everything else that they put out, I would argue, is the opposite. <laughs> you know, from their sort of unionist perspective, it's yeah. so. So, what are the next steps then? Let's 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 be optimistic and imagine that you've got up to the full amount that you need to take it forward. What what happens next? We need to go into post production. So, I need to like be absolutely certain that it's picture lock, which I've. Having watched it recently, I know there's some changes that I want to make. There's always changes. It's like painting the fourth road bridge, <laughs> rail bridge, whatever. You know, people say it's just like you get to the end and then you want to go back again. But I need to stop. But yeah, that will be a last sort of pass. And then we have to go back into the post-production house and do some like final mix and have some colour work. And then so we've got some screenings lined up actually for September. We've got Eden Court. So we wanted to do north, south, east and west in a central belt premiere. So we've yeah, so we've got them lined up. We've in court um in the north. We've got hopefully the DCA in the east, so it's not confirmed yet. Oh, we oh, were there a couple good. of weeks ago. That's a lovely yeah. venue. Yeah, that's yeah, a really nice venue. If we go for it. I mean, if they don't go for it on their programme, we can hire it. And then we've got Oban Phoenix that are taking it on. So that's like a lovely community cinema. And the Robert Burns Centre in Dumfries. We're hoping for the GFT. I mean, I can't. We're, I was just thinking. I was just sitting here thinking that's the kind of thing the GFT might do. Yeah, we're really hopeful. We are in discussions. I've got so I've got a distribution producer who's working on that. So we wanted to really concentrate on making them really good screenings and having these. Um, debates afterwards because that's the main thing yeah. that we've got from people watching it they, that they need a conversation afterwards because it's it's quite full on as they say like there's there is joy you see this lovely app this atmosphere is inspiring in lots of ways but obviously you do know what i couldn't change the ending but there is, <laughs> yeah. you know, as much as, wanted to, much as we would love to yeah, yeah, i mean i really believed i was filming like this transforming of our company i, mean, I, I, I I was as much, you know, I was in the bubble, you know, as much yeah. as aware. Yeah. Um, there, but I would say that there's an uplift at the end. Obviously, I have the baby and, like, my dad continues to campaign. And I think most people's reaction is, as sad as it is, that it's quite galvanising because it makes them feel like, I want to get out. You know, I want it. Let's, we, we were so close. And yeah. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it, was, it was the right cause and we have to, and, and it's going to take work. And so that kind of like sense of like, what do we do now? So yeah, having a, a discussion, I mean, I would love to have people from kind of both sides, if you want to call sides yeah. of the debate. Yeah. And we will try for that. And if we can't get somebody from, from the other side, what we're thinking of doing, what I would like to do is to go like to the town a couple of days before and like there's a wee sort of tiny theme in the film where I speak to people on benches and it's quite like just to ask like film people and ask them if they would give a question for the panel, especially if they're if they're on the other side and then project that onto the back for the Q&A and, mm. and to try and create that slightly different dynamic where it's not just like everyone who's singing from the same, same hymn sheet, which I think was it was something that I saw during the campaign in the meetings, which took a lot of work to get these meetings going and to get all the speakers. And my dad would like put to spend so much time with the PA system and everything, and then getting them the leaflets around the door. And then the, you would, they would say, "How many undecideds are there in the room?" And about two people would put up their hands. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. I was just wondering, you know, if foreign press 
might pick up on it. And partly that's in my mind because Fiona and I were at a meeting the, the other week over in Edinburgh and one of the speakers on the panel is um, a French journalist who's um, based in, which based in Scotland. I just thought, well, you know, is there any, do you think there's any chance that that could get picked up? Because sometimes, I mean, that might not change any minds in Scotland, but it doesn't do us any harm if there's some really good material, and it sounds like it is good material, that can also get a bit of, um, you know, use elsewhere, Canada, New Zealand. Canada, America. Yeah. America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we really would love it to get an international uh, screening in a, in a film festival, and that's something that we're going to try for as well. So yeah. it was in a, a market in Switzerland um, a few weeks ago. So it was, it was in a festival called Visions to Real. It was in the market, you know, as, as a kind of rough cut, ostensibly. And... Um, I met with a few film festival organisers, like there's there's a festival in South Korea and they, they were really interested and that wouldn't be until February that they would have their festival. A lot of these film festivals abroad, they, they're okay with you having domestic screenings as long as it's not been online. Now, we yeah. do have like an online yeah. premiere planned, but one just like one night. So in, in the Kickstarter, there's a reward that you can, you know, it's £10 and you get your ticket for that online premiere. And there'll be a Q&A after it as well. But then it'll be offline. And then it will just be, it'll be sort of out to other cinemas, like beyond yeah. what we've organised, yeah. the five, and open to them to, to take on. And then also the next tier will be open to community groups. But in the meantime, we'll be applying to film festivals yeah. abroad and hopefully having some kind of, some kind of, international attention i mean it's 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 along like every film festival to to apply it's you know between 50 to 80 pounds you know per film festival it's so expensive so this is another reason why we're just getting that budget together if only yeah. we had a film festival somewhere in scotland you <laughs> know <laughs> this is this is a wee issue because it has i have applied and it's not that for whatever reason but the Edinburgh film festival is coming up and I'm hopeful because I think I understood this year they were only accepting projects, submissions from Scottish-based productions. Oh. And, and I had to tick a box. Are you Scottish-based? Are you native Scot or Scottish-born or something? And is the film about Scotland? So I was very chuffed to be able to tick all the boxes and kind of hope that somehow... I don't know. It's a tricky one because it's tricky one. Been yeah. There has yeah. been resistance because people prejudge it, and I, we don't honestly. Yeah. As as much as it's coming from a, a certain perspective, um, following you know an, an activist on the yes side, it really has. There's so many different voices in it, and it really is. I think it's complex and nuanced enough. Yeah. It's definitely not propaganda, and I and I and I could have, you know, I could have done that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I would stand by it that it's. Um, a valid story to tell. I don't think it's going to change anyone's minds. I don't think. I think it will potentially open their minds a little bit to arguments from. And I think it will. I do. I've said this before, and I think it will humanise the campaign for people that don't really are feel feel like independence is a threatening thing. Feel like mm -hmm. it's. The way it's been portrayed, portrayed as this nationalistic. I don't know. I, you know, something that seems scary. Change is scary to people. But I think if people watch this film they, and, and understand the route and have empathy for the journey that somebody's taken to come to the conclusions they've come to and the amount yeah. of hard work they did and also that, that emotion of when it was lost, I think that can only be a good thing for somebody who, who, who's unsure about voting for independence or who voted no. 
it's a film done from a particular angle with a particular thread through it from a particular side but all those voices are, are in it i want to know how your mum and dad are feeling about it and what what do they think about it all now I mean, they just want it to be over for me because it's been so long. Yeah, my dad, first and foremost, wants me to feel like I'm satisfied with the film and, you know, that it's had, it's, it's, it's done what I believed it could do or it's had, it's had its life. Also, you know, he is an activist. He's still doing it and he does see the value in the conversation that it could, you know, foster. And I think he would... He would love to travel round with it. If, if communities were wanting to have a screening, yeah. like he would be I the think first be great. Yeah, he would be the. That'd I mean, I don't, I don't think, I I'll think go they'd ex- expect him to be trotted out on the stage to take a bow afterwards. I'm sure they'd want to meet him. <laughs> yeah, and he he love he he loves he loves traveling. He loves speaking to people. I mean, my mum, on the other hand, I don't know how happy she'll be if he becomes this kind of like traveling around with this film all the time. No, I think she won't mind. Um, my mum is just like again, just wanting for me this to be fine, you know. Yeah, yeah. What will be a success for you? What What's your idea of it'll all be worth? No, it? just to have just to have it to be validated as a piece of work that of quality and not a campaigning film, and for people to say, you know, even from the other side, well, that was I enjoyed that, and that maybe that's made me me think. Um, you know, and if and if it sparked some conversations, and if it was, you know, as you say, the the young people who who missed the 2014, if they they got something out of it, and also just for me, like to feel like I can walk away and I've done everything that I can, you know, because yeah. it's it's really takes it's taken up so much. You can tell it's taken up so much, and I've got yeah. so many other things yeah. that I want to do and trying to do, and it's just like this thing has become, you know, it just I just need to be able to feel like I've done enough and then walk away. Walk away. Yeah. All good wishes for it and hope that uh, a fundraiser reaches, reaches a target. Yeah. I mean, it's great that it's just zoomed up like that recently, actually. That must be really heartening. You know, thanks for coming on and, and uh, having a chat to us. I've really yeah. enjoyed it. We'll put the link to the crowdfunder on the notes underneath this and please share it with uh, whoever you think would be interested. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much for giving great. me the chance to speak. Thanks to everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed that bonus Tuesday episode. We will be back again on Friday with our normal Friday podcast. Catch you later. Bye now.